Hello, and welcome to the Zenster Podcast. Another fantastic day in front of us. Pura Vida, Wabi Sabi. Let's start by giving a little bit of thanks. What are you thankful for today? I know that there's something in there that you're thankful for, so what is it? Just uh, pause and reflect and give thanks for... Maybe it's uh, thanks for your roof over your head. Maybe it's thanks for the family that you have. Maybe it's thanks for the job that you have. It doesn't matter. Just show a little gratitude and start the day out right. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about dialogue and specifically referencing the inner dialogue that we run in our brains all the time. And we'll start off with our Tao 365 Tao daily meditations, which talks about dialogue. I still talk in my sleep. I still dream. How can there be a perfect stillness when my brain's so noisy? We carry on a constant dialogue with our, within ourselves. This is the origin of our problems. The very word dialogue means talking between two sides. We could not have an inner dialogue unless there was a split in our minds. We all have two sides. As long as they are not united, we cannot attain the wholeness that spirituality requires. Even with years of self-cultivation, it is not easy to tame the wild mind. One might appear to have attained perfect control in all waking situations, only to find endless turbulence during meditation and sleep. This is a, a sign of incomplete attainment. Perfection must be total. The process of perfection is long and must be methodical. Although our efforts must be to the utmost, we must never risk repressing ourselves. Indeed, rather than shutting away the unpleasant or unruly aspects of ourselves, we must take them all out of and examine them. Daily introspection brings harmony to all our facets. Those aspects that are bad can be dissolved. Those that are of advantage can be cultivated. This effort will take many years, but in this gradual way, we resolve ourselves with our subconscious mind and free ourselves from struggle and conflict. So we do all run an inner dialogue, and I run an inner dialogue while I'm talking to you here today, uh, this conversation we're having, and it's a one-sided conversation, but you're listening. I'm talking, and yet I'm running an inner dialogue. And that's constant. You can never turn it off. And we have something like 60,000, 60 or 90,000, I forget what it is, uh, thoughts a day, and a lot of them are reoccurring. So we have this ongoing stream of thoughts, feelings, beliefs that kind of run through our mind. Um, so what do we do with it? You know, we can't stop it. We have to do something with it, so what do we do? Well, we just uh, reframe it, and that's uh, the great book from Scott Adams. I just finished Reframe Your Brain. It has all kinds of very useful, helpful tips and how to reframe uh, conversation in your brain. And another one he shared in there was he used to get upset about taking his dog for a walk because his dog would... Um, stop and sniff everything and you're trying to walk and have this flow and your dog stops and sniffs and it's really good for the dog apparently they need to sniff you know that's how one of the ways that they communicate uh, 
So one of the reframes was, you know, instead of putting negative energy on, oh, I got to walk my dog and he's sniffing and all this crap, you just reframe it and say, well, it's good for me. He likes to sniff. So I'm taking my dog for a sniff instead of taking my dog for a walk. And it, it reframes it in a constructive way where you um, put positive energy. I actually notice that whenever I walk my dog now. And I'm like, oh, well, with each sniff, you know, it's tiring her out um, just as much as... Uh, say the physical attributes you know because her, her brain is being used in a way that is uh, constructive for her so reframing our inner dialogue to positive attributes and, and trying to find a way to constructively shape our thoughts is uh, gonna help us um, in many ways to really uh, shape our reality it gives us confidence it helps helps us emotionally uh, if you're thinking bad thoughts all day you're gonna actually start stressing yourself out you know you have a inner movie playing in your brain why not make it a good movie uh, we need some degree of certainty our brains are asking for that and some of the, sometimes these thoughts reinforce that so why not make them positive right the po a positive mind finds opportunity in everything, while the negative mind finds faults in everything. You need it, having that inner positive dialogue is uh, a filter. You know, think of them both as a filter. You can have the negative filter, or you can have the positive filter, and you can choose which one that you want. And you can have. Um, I think the default setting is the negative one, and I think that's for a bunch of reasons, but one of them being conditioning that we've gone through, right? We go through life and we're constantly, uh, as, as children, we're being told, don't do this, don't do that. And then you go through school and there's boundaries that are established there. You know, you know, stop, you can't do that, can't do that. You know, and there, there's all these not negative, um, negative aspects that are, are conditioned in our mind. And so we have that set as our default setting, right? And I am human, and this happens to me. I had it this morning with my kids. My oldest son woke up cranky, and I said, why, why are you cranky? And he, he noticed he's cranky, and he said, because I wanted to sleep in. I said, why didn't you sleep in? Because. And, you know, so so the, the dialogue goes. Um, but, you know, and even as a parent, it becomes hard because his negative uh, reaction becomes contagious and, you know, it starts to get everyone else in the house upset and and so it's it's not right uh, foot to start the day off. And that's why I like doing these podcasts because it helps me reframe my brain. I like to wake up, do my gratitude um, and start every day on a positive note. And that wasn't always the case. I am uh, learning in doing that very much so um, but doing these habits has helped me uh, reframe my mind in a putting the positive filter onto things but you know when you're having um, negative thoughts just recognize them you know a Native American proverb says listen to the wind it talks listen to the silence it speaks listen to your heart it knows we get <clears throat> so um, accustomed to our inner dialogue that we just sometimes don't notice its patterns and we have that negative filter as our default setting 
and we just say, "Oh, it's a bad day. Oh, the you know the winter's coming," and I, I associate, you know, it's a bad time because it's cold. You know, well, cold is good. Um, I'm getting back. You know, I take, I actually do take a cold shower, or I, you know, I switch the water on to cold every shower. I've been doing that for a while now. And as the winter comes here, you know, I've I been uh, practicing the Wim Hof approach, uh, not only the breath work, but the cold uh, shower, cold bath approach. And now we're getting into the fall. I'm actually excited with the crisp, cool mornings. Um, that change is positive for me because I have a positive feeling after doing these cold tub baths. And I'll, I'm going to start filling up the cold tub here as the weather gets cold. I keep it in my garage and go take, take a morning dip. It's much easier to do it, and like the summer is harder to manage because like the warm water actually, you know, uh, you have to clean it and filter it, and it's just harder to manage. But the cold water, you can keep, uh, it'll stay longer um, in the cold without having to change it out. I only have to change it out about every two weeks in the cold, but like if I do it in the summer and then pour any ice in, it's just, it's just harder to manage. So I do it during the winter. But... Um, so yeah, um, one of the reframes I do is it's getting cold. Well, I like cold because it's you know it feels good. It's good for your for your circulatory system being in the cold, you know, and that's why they have cryotherapies and things like that. That's another thing in the uh, book that Scott Adams talks about and reframe your brain. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, uh, recognize your negative patterns, put a pause on it, and then um, you know find a way to reframe it constructively and. Um, whenever it, it comes up, just notice it and say, "Oh, you know, when you, when you're when you're annoyed uh, by you know standing in line or whatever it is, find a way to make use of that time and you know give thanks. You know, I like to use uh, gratitude as kind of a default. Another one is breathing. You know, if you can just t take a couple deep breaths, um, it's a good way. And uh, another thing you kind of learn is breathwork practices." And explore those, and you'll find different ones that work for you. The, um, the you know the 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 uh, neutral one, the one that's supposed to work according to science, and this is one that Andrew Huberman talks about, is the two uh, deep breaths in, so and then a long exhale through the mouth. This is uh, one that is said to reset your uh, your system very well and he does a great podcast on it uh, I'm not going to go into it here maybe I'll do another one on breath work some other time but it's a, a good one apparently you know you see animals doing it all the time as well so uh, deep breathing in general is good for you it really resets your circulatory system because when you're stressed you actually have more shallow breathing so if you're in a situation in line you're growing impatient nothing better than a good deep breath and um, so stop pause and that's a way to rechange uh, reshape your physiology which will change your which also assists in changing your thought patterns as well just noticing it making a physical adjustment a physiological adjustment and then um, resetting your mind into something more constructive and focus you know it takes your focus from that negative thought onto something different which is your neutrality of the breath and um, reset it to something constructive and, and uh, even have yourself a mantra uh, mantra is 
um, going to be good. You know, like the one I've been really programming myself with and starting each day, today's going to be a great day. Um, you know, it's an affirmation, I guess, if you will, but it's one way to start the day and one way to make the day consistent and uh, constructive. So shifting our perspective um, is one way that we can do it, but it, we can recognize that negative pattern, shift our perspective, change your thoughts and change your world. Norman Vincent Peale, who wrote the book, The Power of Positive Thinking, um, has a lot of great insights into um, positive thinking and, you know, positive, uh, whether, you know, it, it's like the old Henry Ford saying, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Um, it, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy to some degree that um, the conversations that we have with ourselves is really how we program our reality. And um, having that I can attitude, you know, is going to be more constructive than saying I can't because, you know, if you can or you can't, you're right. So I can't do that. I can't do that. Well, of, of course you can. I mean, obviously there's physical limits. You know, I can't um, run a four-minute mile, and I probably never will. Um, I don't expect that to ever happen. So um, knowing those limitations and those boundaries is also important because there are limits to what we can achieve, right? But I can run an eight-minute mile. I can run a marathon if I want to, if I put all the right um, steps in place. But it starts with uh, making that change and, and changing our attitude. Uh, so how do we implement this into our daily lives, right? You can start by uh, recognizing your inner dialogue. Know that your uh, thought patterns are going to be, you're going to have those 60,000 inner dialogue thoughts a day. Uh, be aware of them. Just uh, take a few moments, um, check in with your thoughts. You can also help yourself by journaling. This is a powerful way to capture your thoughts. You can write them down. I use my wisdom keeper as well to talk to and have conversations with. Uh, challenge your negative thoughts. When you catch yourself thinking negatively, challenge those thoughts. You know, Ask yourself, is this thought based on fact or emotion? And is there evidence to support it? Could there be another perspective? Uh, one reframe I heard uh, I, I just finished Scott Adams' book, and I'm listening to the Unleash the Power Within again, the Tony Robbins program. And both of those books, uh, there's a lot of parallels there, obviously, because they're both uh, talented um, in hypnotism. And um, well, Tony Robbins called himself a dehypnotist. He said, we're all hypnotized to some degree. And he's a dehypnotist. And I thought that was an interesting framing. Um but both of them said, you know, history isn't real. You know, we look at history and we re read history and we heard, heard stories and things like that. But history isn't real. History is just a bunch of emotions and energies in the past that existed. And um, certainly there are events and things that existed. But, um, you know, we're just hearing stories. We're not, we weren't there for those events. It's not to suggest that... These things didn't happen. Um, it's to recognize the reality that that wasn't all of history. There was, um, you know, when something was happening here, there was something else happening there. So it wasn't all um, as it was written. H history was written written by the 
the winning propagandist, essentially. So, um, history isn't real. So just remember that, you know, reality starts now. It starts right now in the present. Um, everything even that happened to you, um, while it happened, um, in a way that you can recall and collect your emotions did happen. Um, but they're gone. They're gone now. You know, those emotions came and they were temporary and they, uh, moved on. They, they faded away. Your, your brain chemistry changed. All the chemicals in your body have, have changed and you aren't that same person, uh, today that you were then. So why hang on to it? Right. And so much of our existence today is, you know, rooted in so much of that, uh, emotional, um, um, the the emotions that happen that long ago they sort of form our the structure of our, our subconscious mind for good and for bad right so we have the you know some of the positive things that happen and then some of the negative things um, another really uh, powerful thing and I do this every day and I talked about this a little bit is uh, starting your day with positive affirmations affirmations are such a powerful tool um, and you know you can look them up use chat GPT to, uh, and I did a whole episode on that affirmations as well, but you know, things, it's going to be a great day. I am capable. I'm deserving. I'm strong. Set the positive tone for the day, you know, start your day out right with gratitude, with uh, positive affirmations and, uh, establish that foundation of the day, uh, early and often. And as you go throughout your day, when you're uh, in line or you have those negative thoughts, stop, pause, and, you know, insert some positive affirmations, you know, write them down. Uh, you know, the, the more that you can do, the stronger it's going to be for you, uh, as well. Of course, you know, mindfulness, meditation, you know, being still in the moment, um, loving kindness, uh, meditations can cultivate positive feelings towards oneself and others. Uh, there's a lot of guided meditations that are fantastic for this. I like Jack Kornfield as a teacher. He has a, a lot of these that he does all the time. These are also available online. I recommend those uh, you know, strongly. Um, the other thing to consider is you know, limit your negative inputs. So you know, we're constantly uh, feeding ourselves with uh, you know whatever the algorithms say in social media and a lot of it is you know negative stuff oh you know this happened in this country and you know oh we feel bad and it, all these the war and all this stuff uh just limit your exposure to that you know be conscious of the content that you're consuming uh surround yourself with positive books positive music movies you know that's the other thing music that you listen to is going to have such a strong impact um, there is a couple spiritual playlists I listen to, which really don't have words. Um, you know, good classical music is fantastic. Um, and sometimes it's like, you just got to force yourself into it. You don't, um, sometimes you don't start it because you like it, I guess. This is how I learned to drink black coffee. I used to only like my coffee with cream and sugar. And I realized, you know, I was trying to cut out the sugar and the cream, but I still wanted the coffee and I just said one day I said well I'm just gonna stop doing that and I'm gonna force myself to like black coffee and it took about I would say four to five days and by the fifth day I was like oh I like black coffee and so I changed my uh, taste bud preference for black coffee and now when I drink 
uh, sweetened coffee. It's just too sweet. I don't like it. But it started with a forced change. You know, I just set, I made a decision that I'm going to make this adjustment in my life, and I did. Uh, same thing goes with any of these, because your brain loves those. You know, it loves the uh, uncertainty and the emotional, you know, the, those negative emotions that become addictive as well. So surrounding yourself with those, uh, you know, those, those negative emotions, those negative uh, uh, music or movies or whatever, uh, it can influence your inner dialogue and your, your brain will seek it out. But make, it, make a change, you know, just force yourself into a couple classical uh, symphonies and, or some classical piano and uh, you're, you're, you'll find that eventually you're going to start liking it. Uh, but if it uh, becomes, you know, too hard, seek support. I think, um, you know, there's lots of online communities that will support you, therapists, counseling, uh, can really help you develop that personal strategy. Um, but, you know, if uh, I, I think that that is much stronger than taking uh, uh, pharmaceutical medications because even the pharmaceutical medications are temporary. So, like SSRIs, you know, they're pretty quick to pull out the pen and subscri- uh, prescribe them to people, and they give you a, a short-term relief, but, you know, still it's the behavior that... Uh, changes us in the long term so if we don't change our behavior and change our uh, inner dialogue and start changing our uh, the way we talk to ourselves through dialogue then um, we're not going to see that change really uh, embed into our um, into our subconscious and into our worldview so change your thoughts change your life change your dialogue uh, affirm and do all those things, and you will lead a uh, positive and constructive uh, day and mindset. And know that these don't happen you know, instantly. It takes work. Everything takes time and discipline. So like anything else, it's building a muscle, but it's your brain is the muscle. So, Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Zenster. I rambled on for quite a while, but I like this topic, and... Um, I appreciate you listening to it, and um, st- you know, remember, um, as that negative thought enters your mind today, just stop, recognize it, take a deep breath, and uh, insert a positive affirmation, and that, then you're uh, well on your way to making a difference in your own life. So change your thoughts, change your mind, uh, change your life. Uh, I appreciate you listening. You are loved, and I appreciate you for who you are. And you're an important person in this world. And never forget that. So you have yourself a fantastic day. I know I will. And we'll see you again on the next Zenster.